0: Previously, on Film Club.
1: I really hope Coda wins for Best Picture. I know it's not going to happen,
2: but I, I'm i still holding out hope.
3: So Power of the Dog, I loved it. It's my pick and prediction uh, for Best Picture.
2: Probably not a big chance, but if Jessica Chastain won for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, I wouldn't be
3: mad. If anyone other than Kristen Stewart wins for Actress in a Leading Role, it'll be a travesty.
2: Obviously, Encanto is going to win. And if it doesn't, I will riot.
1: Yeah, also, if those Origuitas does not win, I I will, you know, cause a full... I was talking about these mini-riots. I will cause a full-on riot.
2: Obviously, my dream pick would be Andrew Garfield.
1: Well, I think Benedict Cumberbatch did great. And I have a feeling that he's going to win.
2: Part of me is also thinking it might go to Denzel.
3: Yeah, I would be happy if it's Benedict Cumberbatch, Andrew Garfield, or Denzel Washington. But I really do feel like actor in a leading role is not a very controversial category. It's going to go to Benedict Cumberbatch, and I don't think anyone's
0: going to be too upset about that. From the Alaska Teen Media Institute, I'm Jack Robbins, and this is Film Club. A podcast series where youth film critics and cultural connoisseurs spill the theoretical tea on a new movie. Last episode, we talked about the nominees for the 2022 Academy Awards. So it's only fitting we get the team back together to discuss who walked away with the Oscar statues. And yes, they talk about the slap. Here in their discussion, led by ABBY producer Zen Rogers.
3: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the post Oscar uh, bonus roundtable. I'm Zen.
2: I'm Daisy. I'm Madison Knudsen.
3: Awesome. So, yeah, let's talk about uh, what happened. Will Smith, I guess you could say, assaulted Chris Rock on stage. For any of our listeners who live under a rock and do not know, let's just get that out of the way so it doesn't dominate the whole conversation. Um, let's dive into it. What are our thoughts?
1: I thought my signal was going out because they, because they, um, because they um it was like quiet for a moment and i was like oh no like my signal's going to go out but but yeah that was crazy i also thought it was like a part of it and then yeah just seeing the shock on chris's face i was just like whoa also i didn't understand the joke um or just like the incident until like you know later of of in like context and stuff
3: i was in the same boat very confusing at the time but now piecing it together i think my opinions have shifted since the uh, actual moment of of it
1: yeah yeah at first i was definitely like what's like whoa like that was really like that escalated really quickly um but then now obviously i'm like oh, okay like i get why it happened but i also get why like people on both sides are mad
2: um the in the same boat, uh, I actually like thought it was a bit for way longer than I probably should have. Cause I was like, it looked like Chris Rock recovered way too soon. I felt like he was like, he was ready to go right after the slap. So, I mean, props to him for recovering, maybe not for the joke. Yeah, definitely was really weird.
1: Also, the way that the sorry, the way that the camera was positioned, like e like even more was like oh it's staged because it's kind of like cheated to the side to how like you can't really see the initial like impact so that's why i also thought it was
3: fake at first forgetting about it being fake or not kind of what 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 are our opinions on the right uh right or wrong or the actual outcome of the situation like do we feel will smith was in the wrong chris rock or that it might be more complicated
2: initially i'm like Uh, they're kind of both in the wrong. I think that it's like different aspects of it. Um, but like Chris Rock, he, he made a joke about like her being bald and like playing the next, uh, like GI Jane to, um, not knowing that, uh, she was like, she has alopecia. So kind of Chris Rock was wrong for not doing his research before doing a joke, obviously, But um, Will Smith shouldn't have retaliated physically, in my opinion.
3: I agree in that uh, Chris Rock's joke was in poor taste. But let's be honest, there are plenty of bad and poor taste jokes that have happened at the Oscars. And this is the first time someone's gotten so upset they resort to physical violence, which is why, like, as much as I think uh, Chris Rock's joke was in poor taste and taking a dig at um, Jada Pinkett Smith's condition was bad it in no way warranted what happened oh yeah totally agree
1: i think um now that we're on like the the tale of jokes i thought maybe this is just like my biased i really don't like um what's her name shoot Amy Schumer? Amy Schumer. I really don't like Amy Schumer. Um and the joke after that, like not, not not the one of like, oh, like did something happen? I thought that was like, okay, like, yeah, that's cheap and funny, like, I guess. Um, but the one after that of like um of, of her like being like, oh, like to um Katie Dunn being like, oh, this is just like a, a sit-in, like you can leave now. I thought that was really weird. Like yeah. I I was just kind of like, huh, somebody just got like slapped for making fun of somebody's wife and now we're gonna keep making fun of wives okay and then no but I think the most precious like thing was that her husband was like that's my wife <laughs> that was just like the foot like that was the butt of the joke not yeah, like
3: Jesse Plemons yeah, yeah
1: not like <laughs> not like whatever that was I I just thought that was really funny that he was that he was just like that's my wife
3: <laughs> yeah I I agree Jesse Plemons was funnier than Amy Schumer for that that bit. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, uh, I just found out just recently some big news regarding the Will Smith-Chris Rock thing. Will Smith has now officially publicly apologized to Chris Rock. Uh, this just ends. So, breaking. Yeah, breaking news. So that's, uh, I guess, expected, but adds a another dimension to the whole, yeah. the whole thing, that he's accepting guilt.
1: Yeah, also... Um... I thought it was really interesting that the Academy let him have five minutes for his speech. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting. I was like, Oh, okay. Like, just-
3: Yeah. That actually, that kind of segues into my next award. Do, after uh, what Will Smith does, there's the conversation that PD um, shouldn't have been given the Oscar, that it is in poor taste for him to have even received it after the uh, drama he caused. What are, what are our opinions on that?
2: I'm thinking about it. I'm like trying to figure out my stance. Um, right now, I'm kind of like, I don't think that that would like teach him anything or something. I just I I have like really no opinion. But something I do think is interesting is that he won for playing or, or for one for the movie King Richard. Um, and the man he was portraying apparently was like like wouldn't get into altercations in the movie and stuff and it's like that's the point which is kind of really funny um not funny just like bad and um hypocritical
3: almost yeah that that's one of, well but that's one of the interesting things too about will smith's speech and how he tried to recover was how he tied his own physical violence into the themes of the movie to make it seem like it made sense that he's you know a protector or whatever.
1: Yeah, but then, like, it also led into, like, toxic masculinity stuff. And, like, that's just a whole nother conversation.
3: Yeah, I think there's, ultimately, what it is, is there's a lot of layers to it. And uh, this conversation could go on for a very long time, getting into each of the little nuances of all the impacts this could have. But uh, let's not get too caught up on that. Let's, let's move on and let's start talking about the actual awards. Um, let's just go through the major ones. Let's start with... Um, Honestly, let's just start with Best Picture. Coda won. How do we all feel about that?
1: So I just wanted to have it on the record that I said it deserves all the awards and it got all the awards. I am a fortune teller, <laughs> but I um I now I get why people get so worked up over sports because, like how I reacted to Coda winning best picture was like somebody, it was like a sports team getting a touchdown, you know, like I was like screaming. I was like applauding. I was like, "Yes!" like, let's go. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I could not be like a, like a state, like a, like, um, like somebody sitting in the audience. Cause I, that's just how I would react. I would just be like freaking out. Like if like my team got a touchdown, like I would be so happy. So I was so happy. And just thrilled and overjoyed that CODA is like getting its recognition, especially since like everybody was like, oh, like it's not going to get as much recognition or, oh, it's not going to like win all these awards. And it is. It makes me very happy. It gives me hope in the world.
2: (laughs) I actually still haven't watched CODA. I know, boomy off the podcast, but I'll definitely be watching it pretty soon. Um, But it's really good recognition for the death and ASL community is like huge. um, Yeah. Great choice.
3: I disagree just a little bit. Um, Not because I don't love Coda. I thought Coda was a very sweet movie, but more because I feel like part of the Oscars job is to recognize films that go, that maybe push the bounds a bit more than Coda does. Uh, As much as I enjoyed Coda, I feel like in the context of what else was nominated, it's not doing anything that we haven't seen before. Obviously the deaf ref, um, deaf and ASL representation is amazing, but I think that could have been fulfilled in the same way with just Troy Kotzer's win. Um, I would have liked to see a film that uh, is doing more for the medium win uh, than CODA, but I'm not upset, CODA is a great movie.
1: If I may ask which one did you think should have won?
3: Uh, I mean, in in the dream, in my dreams, uh, drive my car, but Power of the Dog was my pick. Let's uh, continue to talk about Will Smith, but this time without the uh, drama of what happened prior to his award. How do we feel about him actually winning Best Actor?
1: I was surprised. I was surprised because so many people were were rooting for Benedict Cumberbatch, like so many people. So... I think there was a lot of surprises, honestly, with this award ceremony. So, yeah, I haven't watched King Richard, so.
3: Just from what has been happening with the awards leading up to the Oscars, especially uh, the Guild Awards, Will Smith had been doing incredibly well. So I wasn't all that surprised when he won. Um, I wish he hadn't. I think both Andrew Garfield and Benedict Cumberbatch gave far better performances um, if he hadn't assaulted someone on stage, I would have said, but at least I'm happy about it because it's his first Oscar and he deserves it, but I'm not so sure how I feel about that anymore.
2: I feel about the same. I am very disappointed. Andrew Garfield didn't win, but you know, he has so much more time to win Oscars. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't seen King Richard, so I can't say anything about his performance. Um, but just like you said, Sin, kind of, yeah, disappointed that he behaved like that right before he won the award.
3: It soured it a lot for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay, moving on to a category that I am actually quite upset and passionately upset about. Jessica Chastain won Best Actress and quite possibly the most disappointing turn of events this, uh, this year. But what do y'all think? Outside of my opinions, what do y'all think?
1: I haven't seen the movie she's in, but I actually watched Spencer on Saturday. And that's why I, I was like, wow, this is a great
3: performance. Um yeah. how can she not win? <laughs> how
1: can she not win? But um gosh, I can't remember who I don't think I'd watch any of the movies that Best Actress was in besides Spencer. Um
2: so yeah, I was I was. I was kind of indifferent. I have very mixed feelings about this. I thought like I had watched the eyes of uh, Tammy Faye and I was like her performance was pretty good but I didn't know I didn't think it was like Oscar worthy but when I saw her she was nominated I was like "Eh, you know I'm rooting for Kristen Stewart but I guess I wouldn't be too mad if she won but now I'm very angry she won. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I, Kristen Stewart, it was her year. It, she did so, she did so good in um, Spencer.
3: I think it comes down to the fact that a lot of the Academy voters, they like the transformation of an actor. And that's Jessica Chastain transformed, but really only because of the makeup team. Like all Eyes of Tammy Faye deserved to win was makeup because that's what made oh, Jessica yeah. Chastain's performance. It was a mediocre performance at best, overacted. Mm-hmm. There's no subtlety. I I I personally really despised Eyes of Tammy Faye. Uh, it was one of my least favorite movies of the year. Um, and I loved Spencer and I loved Kristen Stewart. So,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. I I mean Kristen Stewart went through a trans transformation too. And I was also I know that we may not talk about it, but costume just gonna say disappointed that um, Spencer wasn't nominated. But yeah.
3: I don't think Spencer should have won costumes, but it should have been nominated. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on to one that was basically a shoe in but still worth talking about: Best Animated Feature. Encanto took it. Uh, I think the pretty universally. I don't think anyone's too upset about that.
1: <laughs> imagine, imagine, so imagine someone being like Ryan the Last Jedi. <laughs> no, not yeah, Ryan the Last Jedi. Ryan,
3: Ryan, let's
0: the go. Let's
1: go. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I. I bawled like I knew it was gonna like happen but I still bawled my eyes out um when it won um best animated feature
2: so good so excited um I don't are we gonna skip over best original song talking about that I was about to say yeah.
3: yeah yeah I mean we. Can I, I can
2: I that. yeah I just have a small comment I'm just like a little bit mad about um best original song not because Billie eilish isn't talented she is very talented um but i i was like really rooting for dos Oruguitas um yeah, because it's it's like a spanish language song and it's it's up for an oscar and that's really huge um i was just really rooting for it and then they were like let's do just do another Bond song because that's what we do. We give Adele the Oscar, even though Adele did deserve the Oscar in my opinion, but yeah.
3: Yeah, I agree. Uh, As much as No Time to Die is a fine Bond song, Dos Oraguitos is like great. Um, The Encanto is made by its music and uh, the fact that it didn't get recognized for that at all is disappointing.
1: And like that song like encapsulates what the like movie is. Um, and it was like the first, like, it was like a Spanish song, which again was amazing. I recently just listened to the lyrics of it, like in English, like I knew what it meant in Spanish. So like in Spanish, it's a lot more emotional than English, but so I'm really happy that they like pushed it like to be like the
3: Spanish version. Uh, who performed it at the Oscars? Uh, Sebastian?
2: I think Sebastian Yatra, I believe.
3: Yeah. I thought his performance was really terrific as well
1: I also teared up at that
3: yeah it was really really good I loved his suit too oh yeah
1: there was butterflies
3: yeah but yeah I really do think um every pretty much every award we've talked about so far except arguably Coda but especially Will Smith Jessica Chastain and No Time to Die winning just shows that the Oscars are going back into very predictable routines where after 2019 with the Parasite win there was I think a lot more hope that the Oscars might actually start pushing the bounds and doing interesting stuff this year the award winners are really showing that it's uh less exciting ariana DeBose winning best supporting actress um possibly my favorite win of the night but let's talk about it
1: when she ended her speech with there is a place for us i bawled like i was already like tearing up but then when she ended it with oh god i did it with that it was like
3: yeah, hers was my favorite, fi- my maybe my favorite speech of the night. It was.
1: Oh yeah, and it's unfortunate it so really that it was like the first, like, like it started with that, like.
3: Started with of such a bang.
1: Oh gosh, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's just yeah, it's really exciting to see uh, her win. I'm glad she did. Would have been very upset if like my aunt was sitting next to me. And I was like, Judy Dench is gonna totally take this. And I'm like, God, if that happened, I would lose my mind.
1: <laughs> Pitchforks at the ready.
3: Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that was, yeah, if she she lost, that would have been rough, Mm -hmm. but exciting to see the first queer woman of color win, for sure.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love seeing Ariana DeBose win. It was really, like, poetic uh, seeing her win when uh, Rita Moreno won in, like, uh, for the first, it was, that that was great. Uh, Again, Judy Dench, don't know why she was nominated. Why was she there? Yeah. Uh, I think like even like looking at her reacting to like her, her when they announced her like for the award she looked like she was just like I don't know why I'm here I'm yeah. just here I, I don't know.
3: moving on to best supporting actor we've got Troy Kotzer the first deaf actor to win uh, in this category so very very uh, exciting I think we were all I was rooting for him uh, were, were y'all
1: yeah, I um I was definitely rooting, I was just rooting for Coda, just in general. Um, so I'm really happy that um, yeah, I'm really happy that um that he won the best supporting actor. You know, I think I saw something online that said that ASL um, ASL classes have like increased since like eternals and now like Coda and like much more like deaf representation like has been implemented, which I think is really good. I think ASL should be taught more than cursive like I think I also saw something that said that like they're like why are we just like learning cursive and we should be learning like like ASL because like that's that's another way to communicate um so yeah I'm just really happy that he won
3: yeah
2: again I have I hadn't seen Coda um I was rooting for um the kid from power of the dog
3: Cody Smith McPhee
2: Cody Smith-McPhee, I felt like his performance was really good.
3: I I actually, I think Cody Smith-McPhee gave a better performance, but I was still rooting for Troy Kotzer um, just because he, because of everything else around the award, not just the performance, although both performances were terrific. Okay, uh, moving on to some uh, more controversial categories. Let's talk about best original and best adapted screenplay. Let's start with original screenplay, which Belfast. Yeah took the win for
1: (laughs) could you elaborate on that (laughs) uh
3: I think Belfast has a fine screenplay an incredibly mediocre screenplay um to say the least the worst of the five that were nominated by a large margin
1: that's actually funny I was actually thinking about watching Belfast tonight well
3: you should you should check it out because like you might like it I just personally hated it
1: Mm mm-hmm
2: I honestly kind of have no opinion. Um, I like, I liked it. My my family liked it. Um, my family were kind of like a medi- We like mediocre uh, period pieces, so you know it, it pleased us. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, what what else was nominated again? Wait, I think I think Don't Look Up was
1: was in that.
3: Don't Look Up was an original screenplay
1: yeah oh, th- that was oh yeah it was
3: god what am i saying yeah so sorry it was the second worst screenplay there
1: yeah i was about to say uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> thank god it didn't win a single award
1: i was <laughs> so happy That is like one thing that i'm like very passionate about i'm so happy that that crappy movie didn't get any freaking awards god i would have been so i would have been more mad than i am. like more passionate i guess passionate than i am um about these but gosh i was i was like every time that i saw that like a nomination would like was going to be announced or am um, an award was going to be announced and i saw don't look up like i was like gripping my seat i was like if it yeah. wins if it wins i i was ready
3: at the very end i was still like oh my god don't look up it's gonna win best picture it's gonna happen
1: i know i know i was like oh my god if it does if it does like i oh my gosh i'm gonna march down I'm going to march down to, um, to the Academy. I don't know who they are. I'll find
3: them. Yeah, I think really where my gripes with Belfast winning is mostly that I think Licorice Pizza and Worst Person in the World are two of two just terrific screenplays that have been overlooked, especially Worst Person in the World, which is one of my favorite screenplays in like years. And so just seeing Belfast win for, you know, pretty run-of-the-mill screenplay was disappointing. Okay, uh, let's move on to best adapted screenplay. Another CODA win. How do we feel about that?
2: Happy, good, great. It deserves all the awards. Again, I don't really, I can't, I guess I can't comment because I, these are like the movies I haven't seen, Um, but I saw of the Dog and that was good. Um.
1: If we can talk about Power of the Dog for a second, I thought that Power of the Dog was going to win more awards.
3: I did too. I was hoping it would.
1: Yeah, for how much stuff it was nominated in, like I was like, wow.
3: And it barely won anything. Yeah. Yeah, very that was a big disappointment for me, was how little Power of the Dog won.
1: And how much success Dune had.
3: Yeah, Um, talking about Dune, let's talk about how it swept the technical awards, won the most Oscars of the night.
1: Yeah, yeah, won six um, six Oscars.
2: I knew that the Dune was going to take all the technicals because it's Dune and it's a big production and usually sci-fi gets a lot of those. Um, I guess I didn't really have one that I wanted to win above Dune. Uh, Free Guy, uh, definitely no. No (laughs) to Free Guy. Uh, There was like this, I was watching this red carpet Interview thing before the show, and there was this fan that's like free guy like puts you in the like space of a gamer, and it's like super immersive. And I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Is it no? Yeah, yeah.
3: So yeah, I think yeah, it wasn't a huge surprise when Dune swept all the technical awards. The only two that I was kind of rooting against Dune in were best original score and best cinematography, just because I think Power of the Dog was equally as good if not better in both but I'm not upset about doing winning either one because it was great in both also
2: mm-hmm. I definitely agree uh score yeah I think it took me a little bit to get into the power of the dog score but once I did it was yeah
3: when it hits it hits yeah the guitar like the Johnny Greenwood is so good lastly I guess let's finish up talking about one of the big pre-show controversies that the Oscars taped eight of the awards and they were announced. Like, you could find out what they were before the Oscars even started. I personally thought that was deeply offensive that they would do that with editing, especially when they later used editing to make it look like the audience was actually reacting to them saying their speeches in front of an empty audience.
1: Yeah, I thought that was so weird. I was like, wait, weren't these, like, supposed to be... Like, I didn't know that they were already announced. I just thought that they like I don't really know what I thought, but I was just really confused. Like when I saw that it looked like they were like actually there. And I was like, wait a minute.
3: Like, yeah.
2: This wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, I definitely agree. Deep, like, deeply offensive to all the like people who worked on the technical parts of the movie and just like are being like, oh, here's your award, because you don't really matter. Um yeah, this is a, it's an Academy Awards for everyone. And I think we should be spending more time uh, giving the technical awards their, um, their time rather than making bad jo- jokes and like, you know, wasting time.
3: Yeah, if they want to save time, maybe cut into Amy Schumer's bad jokes and the pre-show where they interviewed random fans uh, to do that. Yeah, Yeah, having things like best editing and best sound design, which are some of the most important, uh, um, important roles in, in the entire movie-making process in general be sidelined like that was really uh, disrespectful to these uh, these artists and craftspeople.
1: Yeah, in, in some slash most cases, I would argue that technical skills, like I feel like work harder than a lot of the other skills because you have to, I don't know, for me, I, 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 I don't like editing. So for me, just to like sit down and, and put together like a clip of five, of five minutes a five minute clip like is excruciating yeah. to me so i can't even imagine like making a two out like two hour film like gosh yeah. that just
3: hundreds and hundreds of hours are
1: exactly billions of, <laughs> billions <laughs> of hours <laughs> like just sitting there like looking over the same clip just really and it's just like so like invalidating like it's like yeah
3: it was just yeah very disrespectful I mean, there's arguments that can be made that the editor is as important as the director in the final product of the film. Oh,
1: yeah. And so
3: to disrespect them and then even all the other categories, the short film categories, all of those being disrespected like that was really uh, not cool. Yeah, I guess let's close off with um, kind of a broad sweeping statement about the ceremony as a whole with the Will Smith fiasco, with Coda winning, kind of what are we thinking the legacy of this Oscars is going to be?
1: some final thoughts for me um what's i gonna say i think like the the, there was a thing where it was like oh like pick your five like five like crowd pleasers or like five like best films of the year when they played cinderella um i like wanted to quit
3: yeah Um, army of the dead one
1: (laughs) yeah i was like huh but it was it was
3: the flash going soup like super speed or whatever being the most cheer-worthy moment. Yeah. Avengers assemble an endgame. Like what? God.
1: No, okay. This Over is hot take hot take time from Daisy. I think that the Spider-Man one I think is a little bit more hype than the Actually, Endgame game. I, I
3: do I do have to agree. Okay, in- okay. I was definitely like It in- in- felt so final. felt like such a, the end of a story. Whereas yeah. the Spider-Man one was more like isolated to the one movie. Yeah. But I do I do agree. I was more hyped for the Spider-Man one.
1: Yeah, than the Avengers, but um, still two great moments. But yeah, I I wanted to I wanted to leave when I saw Cinderella.
3: Both are better than the Zack Snyder's. (laughs)
1: Um, but I don't know what would have been worse to accept an award as. Like I don't know if it would have been worse to like accept an award after like the Will Smith situation, or accept an award from James Corden dressed in a cat. Um if anybody <laughs> remembers that.
3: Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Questlove pouring <laughs> his heart and soul into Summer of Soul just to have it like be completely overlooked. Like I love, I love Summer of Soul. And I did not pay attention to his acceptance speech at all.
1: That was that was rough. <laughs> it was I just thought about that in class. I was like, I was like, dang, like because people you know, people were like murmuring about the situation in class and then then that just memory just popped into my head of um, <laughs> James Corden in a cat costume. Um, also, the funniest joke um, of the night was that they had three women um, host the Oscars instead of one man because it was cheaper to hire three women. That was a good joke. That was the best joke of the night. And I'm so, again, I'm, like they were like peaking, you know, like at the beginning, like, you know, with Andrea the It started DeBeau. off
3: strong. You know, he Regina Hall so and Wanda Sykes are really funny.
1: Exactly. and then, And then you had Amy Schumer drop down as Spider-Man without socks.
3: It all went bad from there.
1: But overall, I am really excited to see um, next year's awards. I feel like, I don't know, like I have hope that, you know, they'll start to see, you know, films and, and hopefully they don't keep that thing where they have to, um, the, the pre-taped thing. Yeah, hopefully um,
3: they don't do that again next yeah, year. Yeah, I
1: hope they don't do that again next year. Um, but I don't know, like most things in with me, I, I just always hope for the best. So overall, an entertaining
2: night yeah yeah like Daisy said exciting but I'm kind of numb I don't know why I just like don't feel anything um I I, it, it seems like ever since last year they've been giving with the best actor and um especially the best actor and actress awards they've been giving it to established actors and I guess Will Smith this is his first Oscar but they're Established actors who have like done a lot in their careers, and they're not really seeing younger actors and actresses who deserve it more than the other people. Like, um, I'm yeah, just disappointed about that. Um, but you know, happy, uh, Jane Campion. Campion, am I saying that right? Yeah, Campion, uh, Campion one uh director, it's great. Um, Encanto, great. Um, yeah hoping they get things back on track stop doing godfather reunions on stage and pulp fiction reunions on stage because that was weird and (laughs) yeah a little little weird to see just robert de niro al pacino and i think it was the director for uh yeah yeah, just hobble onto stage (laughs) and it was just like okay we're here um but yeah hoping for the future
3: yeah yeah, I definitely think uh, this, these past two Oscars have really lived in the 2020 Oscars shadow. After what happened with Parasite, where it was like, oh my god, the Oscars might actually be good for once. I feel like, yeah, the numbness uh, is, I think, in large part due to that. It's going to be the Oscars remembered, where the Oscars where Will Smith punched or slapped or whatever, Chris Rock. And that's kind of unfortunate because it's not going to be remembered as the Oscars where... The first queer woman of color won. The first all-black production team produced it. Not going to be remembered for any of those things because of Will Smith. And I think that that's really harmful. And then I also kind of, I'm hoping that CODA's legacy isn't hurt in the same way that a lot of former Best Picture winners is. Like Shakespeare in Love or The King's Speech both got really hurt because they won uh, over films that in retrospect, there were better options. So I hope that doesn't happen to CODA and I hope its legacy stays strong.
0: You've been listening to Film Club, a production of the Alaska Team media Institute. Our show's theme music was composed by Kendrick Whiteman. The Alaska Team media Institute is based in Anchorage, Alaska, and we would like to acknowledge the Denina people whose land we work on. Many thanks to the supporters of our podcast, including the Alaska State Council on the Arts. The views expressed in this program do not necessarily represent the views of our sponsors. Thanks to our listeners who contribute to our program and help us leverage additional funds and grants. If you'd like to support Youth Voices in Alaska and help keep our podcast going, you can support us through Patreon. It's a membership platform that makes it easy for you to support creative endeavors like Atme. Just go to patreon.com slash alaskatemiainstitute. You can also help by subscribing to, rating, or writing a review of our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Every little bit helps us get our stories out there. And if your age ages 13 to 24, who loves movies and is interested in being part of our film club, go to alaskatemediaorg slash join to find out more. Or you can email us at news at You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter for all sorts of updates. For the Alaska Team Media Institute, I'm Jock Robbins.